All right. So welcome everyone to the SimCast. This is episode 28 now. We're calling this one Zero, which is uh, meaning that we're going to be talking about Alpha Zero a bit. The Stephen made the decision to tell everybody about, I want to say probably roughly a couple weeks back now, um, something like that, that he was lifting the NDA on information related to Alpha Zero. Um, and I know uh, that for myself, that's that's pretty important because there's been a lot of people in in my own community and just in the assets community in general that haven't really gotten a whole lot of insight into what that experience is like because we weren't really allowed to share it in any way, shape or form. Um, there were some situations where uh, some people were able to, um, but that was pretty, pretty slim to none. Uh, so here on the show today, uh, I have two guests. I have the Kauschner who is returning at uh, this time. He's got a camera. I know it's crazy, right? Uh, and then we've got it's Ziz. Is it? Ziz is here. What's up, man? And welcome. This is his first time on the show. So with that being the situation, Ziz, would you like to let everybody in the Ashes of Creation community who maybe, you know, hasn't checked out your content for some reason, which would be crazy if they haven't by now because he's made some great videos. But if you have, if they haven't, could you let them know, like, you know, who you are, what you're about, some of your goals for Ashes of Creation and what they can maybe expect to see from your content? Yeah, I mean, um, Ashes of Creation, I... I said this earlier in, in Discord to someone else that I feel like it's the last great hope of MMOs, right? <laughs> we were spoiled for a lot of years, and I love MMOs, and I covered a lot of different games, and uh, it's kind of slowed down over the last few years, and so this has so much process, uh, so much, um, you know, into it. There's such a big process with Ashley Creation, you know, and I'm glad we get to start here at the very beginning. So mm-hmm. I just want to cover the whole, you know, development of it and. I'm um, just like you guys, just excited about the game and want to share our experience with it. And so do that on YouTube and Twitch, and uh, I get to meet awesome people like you. So it's been a good time. Hell yeah, man. And uh, so I know that you said you had played some. I know that Couchner played some in the Alpha Zero as well. Mm. And we're kind of at this period. I know we're, I was talking about this with both of you just briefly here before we kind of got started. Uh, there's this general kind of vibe right now of course not a lot of people are really excited about the br mode um the main thing though that i feel like it's important to address and uh just for clarity is that this is an mmorpg ashes of creation is an mmorpg and a lot of people are you know like like it tends to happen take things at face value and so when they see this mmorpg that has been in development that they've been following they keep checking in on here and there and they they get to see some uh, testing of it and all they see is this battle royale version they go oh, this is crap, this sucks, uh, <laughs> this is what we were promised, and then all right. the other junk that comes along with it. And, you know, I think it's important to stress, yo, guys, this is a test environment, literally just a test environment. And there's going to be a couple more test environments that are also instanced where you queue, in a sense. That's the horde mode and the castle sieges. And the castle sieges of the ETA, Stephen lasted with what? December-ish? December. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. And so what do you, what do you guys think about, about this, this BR mode? Not, no, not so much like that it's happening, but their choice of using a BR mode. What are some pros and cons to that? What do you think, Kaush? Okay, I can start. Uh, yeah. Well, first I'm going to say I don't enjoy it, but that's because I don't like BR. Right. But I do see why they picked it. Uh, People maybe don't know this, but there are going to be instant PvP in Ashes of Creation arenas, and 
they need to develop a matchmaking system and this lets them do this. Mm. It also mm. lets them try out the server, get stability issues and stuff like that worked out because they are going to have some type of instance PVP and this is a good way to work out the matchmaking, the grouping, get all those kinks, kinks worked out. So yeah, I mean like... It, Sure, they could have picked uh, maybe the PAX West Arena demos, added a couple of maps. That would have been more like an MMO feel. But Battle Royale is really popular at the moment. So I can kind of undersee, uh, understand why they picked it. It's a good way to get people interested into the game and maybe convert some of those to the MMO, MMO game while they also develop the systems that they do need for uh, arena instance pvp yeah yeah i mean there there like you said there is a good chance there's a huge i mean think of the biggest games in the world right now right fortnite yeah fortnite vr games mm -hmm. right and so it makes sense if their goal is to test it let's make it fun mm -hmm. and what is the most fun you can if you're going to gauge that by numbers of people playing that's going to be a vr game you know what right. i mean um but like you said yeah. earlier i mean you have to People have to get past that very first impression and they have to read the next line. You know what I mean? They have to do yeah. just like a second of research, which nobody does on the internet anymore. <laughs> so that very first impression. And, and honestly, you can't blame them because, no. again, what's the biggest BR game in the world? Fortnite. Fortnite didn't start as a BR game, right? Yep. Yep. So, I mean, you, you look there, the majority of people's impression is, oh, another game that changed because, unfortunately... Ashes of Creation Intrepid, their communication hasn't been stellar up to this point. They're trying, but it, it hasn't been been great. And so um, I understand people's first hesitation because they want an MMO, right? We look at like Bless Online, a train wreck, but there were so many people who wanted it, right? Yeah. Like people are, the, the the wanting for an MMO is huge, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. I, I actually like the BR mode. I like it because I like PvP. Um, they could have went with a more traditional, you know, uh, MMO sort of battleground style, but I think BR is pretty fun. But my biggest thing is that they get to do so much testing because a lot of people want to play it, right? Like I'm looking at other games like Camelot Chain, Crowfall, these other games in development, just a few that I've experienced. And the problem is they don't have very many people playing. No. Right? You log into Crowfall and there's 20 people, Holy 40 crap. people. How are the developers going to get tons of feedback and bug reports? And you can't do that unless you have people playing. And so if they just had an empty MMO world, like imagine, would you play an MMO when there was no content? No. No. It'd boring. be boring, right? Yeah. So um, I understand people's hesitation, but I look at it as we got a lot of people playing, a lot of feedback, and it's actually fun to do at this very first stage. What other games at the very first stage are actually fun to play? So I mean, I'm enjoying it. I, I like what we got so far. Yeah, that's my that's that's sort of my mindset on it too, you guys. It's like, you know, the thing I've said too is I, I find it very humorous that they're like, <laughs> they were like, I agree with the, this one main point, right? What's if they had put this has been my my standing, right? If they had just done like an arena system, pick these classes, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some there's one someone there would have been a meta. Somebody would have picked that class. They would have all been picking these classes. You would have had this gravitating force to where everyone's playing this. So now all the data they're getting is going to be heavily focused mm -hmm. over here. They'll get it. So this is a really good way of like what I could I consider random sampling, and it's just yeah random, they can yeah random yeah I testing. mean like uh, with the BR mode they mm -hmm. can test yeah all the abilities yeah. because 
Mm -hmm. But people can't decide which abilities. Well, they can sort of, but like it's RNG, what weapons you right. find in the chest. Yep. Yeah, you, and it's you draw. good to get a mm -hmm. lot of numbers when you want to test the combat system. Yeah, and I mean, if you get if you drop in and all you got is like the Archmage's Companion and uh, Blink Boots, or not even that, we go with the what they call the um, the the icy boots, the icy tread boots. boots yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get those yeah. two, like those aren't my best options, but if, you better believe if I drop in there and I pick those up, I'm rocking them. I'm, That's you, what you got. Yeah. You got right. I mean, and, like, but if they had a class, then the first person to say, oh, this class, if you use this ability, is OP, and then 95% of people yes. using it, there's no data, yep. it becomes pointless again. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good point. Yeah, and so there, my, my point is that, and also, yeah, you get a ton, a drop a ton of people, and that potentially all drop in the same spot, you get that interaction like that. You're not waiting, and the, the match, by the way, one of my guildies tested it out, it's like roughly right at 20 minutes. It was right under 20 minutes at one of the times that he took a timer to go from, you know, the minute it starts to the minute it ended. He waited and tested the whole time frame. And it's like that's relatively short amount of time for for a match um, for you know, MOBA slash a BR or whatever for my experience. And it's like a battleground. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. They made the time frame work pretty well to where they get, you know, they get more more chances to test. Um, so I'm I'm digging it. I'm not a, I'm burned out on BRs personally. But the thing that that this brings to the table is uh, it, it's not like normal BRs. I mean, you're equipping gear that have skills. I mean, normal BRs, it's not the way that's formatted. It's formatted completely different. And so, so you're using bows. Yeah. Spellbooks with AOE damage. Weapon yeah. swords are good. You can use a shield with block. Yeah. I mean, there is it definitely feels closer to an MMO than mm -hmm. Call of Duty or right. something like that, where it's heavily focused on guns. Mm -hmm. But yep. I mean, and again, like you're talking about like looking at the BR and all this stuff. But remember, yes. I mean, the whole point we're talking about this is it they are doing this to make the MMO better, right? Yes. They didn't do all this just to make a BR game. They right. want to make combat better. And even like dropping in, you're talking about, yeah. there will be some flying in Ashes of Creation. Yeah. Not very many people will have it, but if you're the king of a castle or the leader of a node, <laughs> those 10 people are going to fly. And guess what? They yeah, already have it. a mechanic of flying in the game yep. that they are working on now yep. instead of three months before release and uh -huh. it's broken, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all these pieces are coming together they talked about it on their live stream a couple of weeks ago. Someone asked, yeah. what did they have to do extra for this? <laughs> and there was very little. They had to add a circle that came in and did damage. And, and maybe like was, some of the lobby stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Graphics takes like a day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the castles were using that in the castle sieges soon. I, and the stuff will change, right? Items and abilities and stuff. But, you know, they, they didn't take a year's building a BR. They spent a year making an MO and they said, Let's take a couple of these pieces and make it a fun thing to do. Yeah, and that, that's what we got. When when someone creating an MMORPG, this has never happened. When someone creating an MMORPG can say, "Hey, man, we got to get them testing, man." Well, we could go the traditional environment. What if we just gave them a BR? I mean, that's easy. When the when the guys that are creating test environment are like, "Hey, let's just give them a BR to play around in," because that's right. the easiest solution right now. You're going. Well, damn, you guys, that's right. cake for you. That's awesome. The storm's the tough part. Rock yeah. on, guys. I mean, so let's let's shift gears from this. That sounds crazy, though. But yeah. literally 10 minutes ago, I was watching um, Tim the Tatman and Summit playing. Mm -hmm. And oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It was Shroud earlier today. He was talking about how the um, the new game, the Call of Duty, was, wasn't perfect. Had, yeah, and he was talking right. about how the developers kind of realized that BR games maybe... <laughs> 
aren't as easy to make as they thought they were, right? <laughs> so they're talking about this BR game, which has tons of money behind it, this huge development studio, and that BR game's not perfect. Right. And then we always hear about how MMOs are like the hardest game to make, right? Mm -hmm. And when they can just, they're making the hardest game in MMO, and they can just be like, yeah, let's throw together this BR. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost as good as some of the other BRs that are already out there. Dude. It kind of makes me think maybe they're right. MMOs might be the hardest game to I, do. I, I just threw it together. Yeah. There's, there's so much content you have to make. So many yeah. It, Dude. It's more complex than like an FPS game. It's a world, man. It's yeah. not a map. Yeah. You're making You're a basically world. basically making a simulated world. Yeah. Where players can run around and do stuff. And all the quest chains, it's... Uh, yeah, so mean, it's impressive it's that they did this this fast. I, I think it's very impressive that we're not just seeing some kind of like open world like we did in Alpha Zero for this. So mm -hmm. before I transition to that, I'm going to say one other thing. I was part of this game. I was uh, part of a partner program for a game called Fractured Lands. It's a battle royale game. Unfortunately, it's it's bit the dust. It's not making it. I'll tell you that right now. But what I find funny is <laughs> the guys making Ashes in their first iterations of this thing have got something that's far more interesting and works so much better than that did with much more time mm -hmm. from my perspective, being in the partner program, so much more time in development, working on trying to get this stuff done. I mean, I'm shooting and I see the hitboxes aren't working right in ashes either, but well, I'll tell you, they're way more accurate than uh -huh. they were in that game. Yeah. And I'm just going, wow, like, really? <laughs> Intrepid are really, they have some really talented developers. I'm telling and you. I mean, we everyone have seen the progress. I mean, you, we can tell it more since Alpha Zero. Like the latency difference mm -hmm. between Alpha Zero oh, and Alpha wow. One, it's it's so big, dude. And even the stability is it's a huge improvement. So talking so, like, about Alpha Zero, it, yeah. So talking about Alpha Zero, right? What the game was in Alpha Zero, it was the traditional open world map. It was the traditional starting from a spawn point, the gate, right? In this uh, uh, ruined city where we yeah. venture out, we collect quests, right? Which, by the way, it was we just the placed... PAX environment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it, mm -hmm. uh, the same one on the first live stream. Yes. Yeah. And it's literally just you're running around, you're doing quests, you're killing these like little bosses that are out in the world, you're killing ads, you're collecting experience, you're got to see no development right we got to see that we got to run around check out all the pretty you know go to the underrealm check out that pretty check out all that boy my perspective though yeah the servers boy were they a mess because of the latency and everything else it was buggy as hell and people are like oh i'm so jealous you got to play alpha zero i'm like you mean trying to log in <laughs> right <laughs> i mean like it was it was better at the end uh, yeah especially when they swapped to that I mean, the second spawn point. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, they changed the world map. This the last build, I think, a bit. But yeah, it was a bit stable then, at least. It was pretty stable. So, I mean, even there, they showed progress. But yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What were some? Of that's your... one of the concerns. Is people are talking about? Oh, it's not an MMO anymore. Like, no, they would have been building the whole time. It's already there. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot to do. Like again, yes. I mean, imagine playing. In an MMO, you create a character at right? the entry, you know, the, the starter zone, but you know, you only have a couple quests, it's yeah. only a couple mobs, right? Because what they're doing is they're setting the foundation, right? So they're making the systems for the quests, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean it was very bare bones. Yeah. And like you said, the it did not feel 
good to fight those monsters. <laughs> no. It did not feel good I mean, to even just move around. It was, like, it was very simplistic. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, they were like, very, very early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they had no AI, basically. They just stood there. Mm. And when you target them, they chased you. And, like, the questing system was very broken. But, like, it was still really, really fun to explore. You had the exploration part pretty much. And that, that was... They nailed that yeah. part even in Alpha Zero. For sure. Even though it was really buggy, you could still find like named rare mobs. And they were pretty hard, like uh, <laughs> not hard as in challenging, more like you needed a couple of people to kill it. Right. Or you need to be really good at kiting. So, like, <laughs> ring. Boy, I think, them. I think that early in development, I think, because uh, Stevens talked about why they added these other testing phases, right? And so when you're that early in development, I think they notice like, hey, this is going to take us a little while to build more of the world because they're only going to have a quarter of the mm -hmm. world for the next phase of testing. Right. So it's going to take them all to build the world, to build quests. And they're kind of sitting there with, we have all these testers, people who want to play, but it's going to take us a while to get something, right? So let's yeah. give them something in the interim where we can get valuable feedback, make the game better. Yeah. So just run around doing nothing. You know what I mean? So it was I really mean, smart on their part to add. I think so. Yeah, I think that's why we got phase one. I actually think phase two was supposed to be the alpha one. Yeah. And phase one was just, I, mean, I think you even said that, it's just a bonus, basically. Yeah. Some people, I've seen some people have been really complaining about that uh, alpha two backers oh, yeah. and then beta backers and registered accounts are going to get access to this. They're like, what do you buy into? Well, you bought into phase two testing. That's the alpha one. Right. What you see now is basically a way for them to get really good data and for us to have something to test and enjoy. So I gotta I gotta you said it's a bonus. I gotta I gotta call it a bonus. bonus. You gotta really yeah. restructure this you differently. Call it like something else than Alpha One. Oh, you gotta you really yeah, structure that like you've gotta really like structure arena, this differently. Arena testing or something. So you've got to, you really got to structure it differently. So I was having this conversation with Chibi Bree, right? And she said, you know, she was asking me like about this, you know, like, cause there was people confused and the testing, uh, you know, chat and everything about what this was. And I'm like, look, you got to look at it like this. Okay. The alpha one phase one, alpha one phase two is confusing. Let's, let's read, let's, let's change the wording. So people make a much, have a much clearer understanding of this. Okay. There was alpha zero. Call this Alpha 0 0.5. That's what Alpha exactly. 1 Phase 1 is. Call Alpha 1 Phase 2. Let's just call that Alpha 1. That helps you to understand what's going on here. That's why there's only select people in, in Alpha 0 0.5 or what's being known as Alpha 1 Phase 1. Like Alpha Alpha 1 Phase 2, that's where the open world comes in. We start to see more of the MMORPG again. This is them checking those systems. I mean, this is stuff, you, again, you generally do not see any part of testing of until you base, Yeah, this is alpha. basically in-house yeah, testing we're doing. exactly. And they're I mean, putting it out there. This is almost totally they separate. In -house. Yes. It's almost totally separate. I mean, we had Alpha Zero. Yes. And then we were expecting to go to Alpha One, which is yep. classes leveling up to level 20, some yep. dungeons. So between this and this, which everybody was normally used to, yes. they put this other thing off to the side that said, <laughs> until we get to here, let's have some fun and get some valuable yes. data. And then yes. we're, so this is all still on track, totally mm -hmm. normal. Mm -hmm. They're making the game. Yep. They just put this little thing off to the side. Exactly. Otherwise, we'd be sitting here doing nothing for six months going, 
where's the game what's happening and they wouldn't be getting valuable feedback for six months right and that's another reason they're letting people in i mean it's good um publicity for the game too i mean if they make this a lot more fun polish it up some and they get all the registered users they're saying wow i'm having a lot of fun and this is what the mmo is gonna be like let me buy a package right so i mean it it seems like a win-win for everybody unless you look at the very worst case scenario that oh we're getting rid of the mmo and it's only gonna be a br game which will never happen because that was the entire reason uh-huh. Steven made the is making this. Yep. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't want a BR game. He just wanted a good MMO. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. There's a zero percent chance that we're gonna lose anything. No. Nope. I mean, we might get a BR game later on. They have said that they're Off gonna the make side, more yeah. games, but Ashes of Creation is their flagship product. They even yeah. says so on mm-hmm. on IntrepidStudios.com. Yep. That's, what, that's what they're focusing on. Product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The BR, we might get that later on mm-hmm. as a standalone thing if it's popular. And like, yeah, I mean, if you have a product that. that a lot of people like, it would be stupid to say, oh, we have 100,000 people playing. You really like it? And I mean, now we're, yeah. we're going to get rid of it. Sorry. Like, that would be stupid. Yeah, that's all like, I want. revenue income for them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially where it doesn't take them much effort because they've already yeah. basically made it, right? Like, yeah. I yeah. was actually thinking about this earlier. I was like, imagine you go over to your friend's house and they have some chocolate chip cookies and they're really good. And you're like, oh, these are so good. Can I have another? And they're like, no, you can't have any more. You'd be like, what? A, you're a jerk, right? Like you already made them. Can I have? That's the same thing. If, if, if Intrepid said, we already made this BR. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people like to play it, but no, we're getting rid of it. Yeah, you can't have any more. Like, you're right. You're a jerk. Like they're not going to do that. They're not going to get rid of it if people like it. But they're not going to divert any of the MMO effort to no. this other thing. They're going to focus on the MMO first when mm-hmm. that's done or really near, fin- almost finished. Then they might uh, divert some resources to the BR if they decide to do a BR game. Well, if it's successful, then it could have its own studio. It could have its own yeah. developers and its own, you know, I mean, yep. depending on how successful yeah. it is. Who knows. And then yeah. the art teams. I mean, the art teams can work on both projects at the same time. So, I mean, like. You could just take the assets you're do. making in the MMO. You yes. made a dragon yeah. in the MMO. Yep. Hey, guess what? And we got a dragon in the BR now. For the BR, they crazy. could implement that in the MMO too. So yeah. Like, yeah. You imagine that? Yeah. Instead of there being like, a, you know, and how PUBG you uh you go running around and you get the you get the circle that's closing in and then you got the artillery that drops every right. so often and in uh, fractured lands you've got um uh, you got something similar to that right that moves around well you imagine this one if you got dragon it just like dives in and just scorches an area i mean right i mean how different would that be that would be crazy and so you know what one thing yeah, that cool. yeah it would be really crazy cool i mean this doesn't even feel like you said like this said it doesn't even feel like a br game to me it feels i mean it's br format but i feel right. like i'm playing an action-based mmorpg it, it could be a battleground in wow imagine, yeah imagine a, yep. imagine a free-for-all exactly. battleground in wow alterac yep. valley that's a free-for-all there you go the only the main difference is instead of having your normal skill bar that you have you only have the skills from the items you pick up you know what i mean so, I mean, it's not that yeah, big of a stretch. It's mean. not that different. No, so. not at all. So, you know, I've even seen World of Warcraft people asking for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. In, yeah, in the community, uh, like in the forums. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was going to say was, you know, we if we played an Alpha Zero, you remember how things looked aesthetically too, right? 
from yeah. a perspective of arts. I mean, we 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 saw things on live streams and then we were in there and it was like, mm, this is like de-skinned and stuff. Mm-hmm. The textures worn in. I mean, so from from my perspective, what's been the most awesome thing that I don't know? I mean, I've seen some people say this and they're like, oh, that's so awesome, Sim. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like you remember what it looked like then or maybe you didn't. And now there's people that I'm introducing to this that are part of my community. They're recently part of my community and they're going, whoa, like I was playing Divinity, right? And they joined during Divinity and they've been hanging out and they saw they saw just some of the action combat uh, videos and they were like, oh my God, what is this? And then I talk about it like, oh, and everything. And so they're like going, it looks beautiful. And so I'm thinking for somebody who played in Alpha Zero, who's followed since like 2016, I'm going, I got to see what it was like then just for the sheer fact that I get to step in there and see how cool all this stuff looks now, how pretty it is, and know that it's still like over a year away. Yeah. They've definitely made some good progress. Especially, too, when you're in the BR. Like, it, it blows my mind, too, if, if you're in that giant mage tower. <laughs> and uh, if you're flying on the griffin, you can land, you know, at the top or bottom or whatever. But the inside of that thing is like a maze. Yeah, it's it's a giant tower, and the inside, the stairs a are... A lot of stairs. All, yeah, yeah, but they're like all the... It is like a maze inside this giant tower that has, I'm just thinking of the amount of work to go into just that one tower. And we got stuff like that all over the map. It's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Again, I remember how, how them, much they've done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember them showing that concept art of that tower. And now it's in game and it looks yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. And you walk in there and you find like the hidden chests and all that. I do miss some parts of Alpha Zero, though, like the Underworld. I haven't seen the Underworld in Alpha 1, but it looked really good in Alpha Zero. It's just like one cave, I think, in Alpha in the BR right now. It's that little... Yeah, yeah little in Alpha bit, Zero, it was yeah. a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked really good. And that's mm-hmm. like, to me, that's a really unique environment. I haven't seen that much in other MMOs. I yeah, like they it. They do have a lot of different unique environments. Yeah. Yeah, especially even the just, crystal thingy. Yeah, even just in the BR, as you're flying down, you can see all these pockets of different things that will be expanded on right. in the game. And yeah. looking at like all the cosmetics they come out with, you know, every month, and you're like, this is totally different than this. It's totally different, like all the different caravans and stuff. And you're like, this is like a whole world coming together, mm-hmm. which, which is really great because some games kind of feel homogenous. It kind of all feels the same. You can go yeah. all the way across the world, and you're like. Oh, this butterfly is a different color. Big deal. Like same so, style, though. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is pretty nice how different, even in the BR, it all looks. So, I agree with that. Yeah, that makes me. That brings another point too. I think what's cool is like when you're dropping in, like you said, there's like these pockets of uh, different foliage, different you know uh, terrain, different types of the, plants. All the architecture. There's the, the Elven City part that's like super yep. nice and fancy, mm-hmm. and then there's like the Huts and stuff that look Yelp. super low class. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's mud huts. Totally different. Yeah. It, it, it gives you like an orcish vibe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So related. And then, like, the bridge is pretty awesome, too, actually. The one I think you the saw bridge. The bridge? the live stream, yeah. too. Yeah. The one, like, it's it's really high up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really impressive uh, what the art team has delivered. Yeah. I do miss stuck- the, the snow mountains, though. You can see them in the distance. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah. I got to run around in them. You know, zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I do like the scale. Someone mentioned that um, 
the scale of it is really, really fun. It's really nice to see these giant statues oh, in the distance. And then bigger. you feel like you're in the world and like, you, know, you can just imagine like how big a world boss is going to be. You know, if they have a statue that that's it's that huge, you know, it's like it's, they took those yeah, different it, terrains it feels and more jumbled like them a world in. than other games. Yeah. It, I like that they took all of the different, you know, it seems like you could have this world map in the MMORPG when they were like little chunks. They're like, yeah, and then just threw it into this little map in the MMO. And so you're getting a taste of these different, different territories, different, the biomes, yeah, the yeah. different biomes and all that. A little bit of the underrealm, you know, you get a little bit of this kind of bridge, this kind of bridge, this kind of wood, that kind of, um, you know, cart. So you get the cart. You know, what's really crazy was the carts in that castle. And the castle, by the oh. way, is pretty damn big. I mean, yeah, the castle's pretty, pretty sweet, especially yeah. if you're up on the walls looking out. Mm -hmm. Like if you were going to be attacked from the walls, especially with how far the view distance is. I mean, in the MMO, it would probably be a little bit different. But I mean, they have a crazy. Just imagine like being sieged from that. They also have ballistas in the game. Mm -hmm. um, they're not usable, but right. you can see some models in there. That, they look yeah. really sweet. So <laughs> they're not just like the normal like bow shaped ballista, but they're like frost yes and it shoots through the center it's pretty sweet looking so i think so too yeah I, i'm really excited i like the br i like what we're doing my favorite thing though are is massive world pvp dark age yeah. camelot warhammer online eso guild wars 2 right so the next testing phase I, i'm really glad that we're doing these testing phases instead of kind of slogging through alpha zero and alpha one as the game's building up mm -hmm. also because i mean this is fun but like, remember in the olden days when a game would come out and you would just start playing it and you'd be like, wow, this is all new. You know what I mean? We're going to kind of feel that way when the new Yo. alpha phase two comes out. Right. It's like, boom, up to level two, you know, up to level 20 and the classes and stuff. Um, crafting. Yeah. yeah. So I'm more of a PVE guy. So for me, I'm more looking forward to the later stages of the testing. I wonder if we'll have any the combat, though. I wonder if there'll be any kind of crafting for castle sieges, though, or for the as far as like defense, like building ballistas or anything. Oh, like if we'll have. get that. I don't know. Like if we'll get I mean, that at this stage. Get objectives, yeah. and I mean, it might I'm just be like an item. That. It could be deployable. Like here's a ballista. Yeah, but it could be cool too if you like. You have to maybe gather some stuff, mm -hmm. put it together a little bit. Well, so we know that yeah, there's that crafting cool. for the declarations for the like, Guild Wars, right? Like you've right. got to yeah. craft those things and you have to have multiple type. That would be cool to see because I know that we're going to start to see more things like that in, in actual Alpha 2 um, that they're calling Alpha 2. And I, I think, yeah, I'm kind of wondering if the deployables, if we're going to get some of those would be at ballistas and stuff. That would be pretty cool. Be able to place those things down. Cool. Yeah, because they said deployables were going to be yeah. coming in the in in by Alpha 2, right? So or by castle sieges was it castle sieges yeah. yeah 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 i mean in december they have to have something to tear the walls down yeah so. yep yeah so yeah we're probably gonna have that and they have mentioned they're gonna have uh objectives yep and i'm i'm looking forward to that actually see how those work yeah i think that's I'm, uh i was just gonna ask i'm curious couch because you said um you like pve more like in general how do you feel about the monster coin system? Because that's coming after the castle siege. And that's kind of a mix. It's like PvE, yeah. but it's PvP. Are you no, any more I, interested I actually, in that? I, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I have nothing against PvP. I just enjoy PvE more. But I still do PvP. Uh, the monster coin system is really neat. And the horde mode, it makes it... It feels like sort of a survival system. And I kind of like that. 
see how many waves he can handle. Mm -hmm. And when players become the monsters, it it could be fun. It's like a team deathmatch. Right. I do enjoy team deathmatch. I have nothing against that. I'm just not a fan of BR. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy in the, the typical battlegrounds, like capture the flag and like uh, when you have to defend uh, points and build up like points and stuff. I do love. I do like those. Yeah, I think that the the horde mode is going to be very. I'm I'm more looking forward to castle sieges, horde mode. I think that's going to be fun. I think the monster coin system, things like that, deployables, some class kits, everything. But yeah. It, Castle sieges and and I think horde mode is going to feel more my jam. More I mean, than the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's but but I'm I think really looking forward to those. Right. I think Ziz brought up a great point though, which is uh, the best part of this, and I think this is another positive. And in fact, I actually think this is a really big positive, is that all of these iterations, all of these different testing phases that we're doing now, they're separate and off to the side, like you said. And the best benefit is. And the testing we're probably used to, if you've tested enough MMORPGs, it's like it's the same damn world, man. Like you're going into the same environment, you're they're wiping things, they're having to do the same stuff over and over and over and over. It, it's so different from phase to phase right now that like you know, uh, by the time you get to Alpha Two or even Betas, I mean, how much new stuff's going to be there that we're just like, well, we never got to do this, this live this life before. Yeah brand new to be classes they're like hey look at here's all these classes because like thinking about other like wow because you were talking about how you like traditional battlegrounds you know like capture the flag and stuff and i'm thinking like why didn't they do that instead of br well if they do a capture the flag or one of those mm -hmm. other things they kind of need to have classes right you know. and yes. so then they have to That's do basically the whole, why right and they have to do the whole process of making classes and making them balanced and stuff you know what i mean like that's so much more work so here, you know, no. it, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited. Castle Sieging is my favorite thing. And it should yes. be, hopefully, in the next two months. months within yeah. two months. Yeah, December. So, I think, yep. yeah. And, like, we don't have all the archetypes yet, so we can't really... They're not there to create the classes yet, so the BR makes even more sense from that point of view. I mean, like, we're going to get the last couple of uh, archetypes in phase two, I think. Alpha in phase two, yeah. Yeah, and we don't even have classes then. We only have like the primary archetypes. Yeah, we still need no the secondary ones and the augments to get yeah. the proper classes. I know. Even I'm going, I'm not going to get to be a paladin for like another year or some shit. Like, probably. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Alpha 2 at the earliest. I know. I think we're, we're going to have kits yeah. in, uh, in the castle siege. We'll right. have kits. Yep. Yeah. So, so we're going to have kits. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully it's going to be basic have, like roles. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be like archers, maybe tanks. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they have some sort of healing mechanic. Because if they can do that, if they can have some very basic. Right wrappers of classes here's an archer here's a tank here's a here's a healer right yeah. that paired with the castle siege i think will make everybody calm down i think right? so They're like okay br was a test they were testing combat right now i see a castle siege that looks like an mmo oh there's a healer like yeah. that will i think clear everything up because nobody's so. gonna be like oh they they stopped making mmo and they're just making a castle siege game boo like right. you know what i mean so i think that'll clear all that up mm -hmm. which would be nice yeah, I think that's I think that's really going to be important too because part of a part of a siege or you know defending a keep even is I mean that's I mean if you're testing these systems for an MMORPG, you really want to have those classes in there. You really want to 
heal the archer that's taking damage or you know and like ESO potentially repairing a wall or where where some of the your crafting stuff could really come into play as being helpful or defending it with a ballista or something but having a having a you know damage dealers of a variety and having a healer and maybe even having a support hell I'd be happy if it was like you know you mixed in a the tank even had some other crazy abilities just to test some stuff out um, right. just to get a little bit of variety. They don't really need to add classes per se. It yeah. just has to be roles. Yes. Like, just yeah, use yeah. the tank items already And the then VR. they take all the yeah. tank abilities and put them in the tank. Yeah. And then they have damage. And then they have like melee ranged magic. Yeah. And then put all the abilities into those roles. And then they have the healer, which is probably like cleric ability. They already have the abilities, basically. That you're like, yep. So for the tank, yeah. you use the sword and the shield. They have a block. Give them the chest yeah. piece, which is the bulwark. Yep. They can put up a yeah. wall. Give them the boots, which is the icy boots. Yeah. Boom. There's your tank. There you go. Right. Yeah. Easy and then you just basically need to take all the abilities they have in the BR and put them into roles, and that's yeah. basically the class kits. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then we can test siege and then uh, horde modes. And later when phase two come, people are going to get the more traditional yeah. MMO healing. Yeah, because they couldn't have added all of this mm-hmm. if we had stayed with the traditional Alpha Zero into Alpha One. Oh. That whole castle siege thing, where would that have fallen? Because they would have to take development resources away from everything else they're doing to try to fit in this more polished. You know what I mean? Like they're building the world, but we got to fit in a mechanic that needs to be mostly whole to work. You know what I mean? So like it would have been a lot later before we would have seen and that also like in the test. You would have like a big pot of everything they need to test at once. Like it would still have to get the match match matchmaking right. function, the server stability. And then they need to get like uh, the abilities in and uh, get them into class kits. I mean it's so much with the BR they can fix half of it with the BR and do this then do the ladder testing with the, the castle mode yeah and they would have yeah. been waiting it w- I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if if they'd stuck with a traditional testing model it would have been a year from now yeah. before they would have started would testing have been sieges. I mean like so then yeah have, yeah you and that's what you see from a lot of other games stage. where it feels like PvP is kind of just thrown in there at the end and you're like these mechanics don't make sense this whole game cycle that why didn't you test this earlier well because they couldn't traditionally because they had to wait for more of the game to be put mm-hmm. together here we get to test 200 people in a castle siege pretty soon right 100 people in a map which definitely helps them speed up the process for the rest of the game and then horde mode is going to test ai and the most mm-hmm. system yeah boss mechanics they can throw those mm-hmm. in yeah they can start on. trying out yeah different mechanics like you said uh, you could like spawn some big ass monster that can uh, maybe do three mechanics. Then they see how that plays out, and then maybe they change it later down. Yeah, I think if I they... Think they said that you can start earning. Um, didn't they say you can start earning cosmetics in the monster coin? Mm-hmm. So I think as uh, you're yeah. through that whole testing phase, when you're winning, there's going to be drops. You can earn cosmetics that will carry over into the game. I think they're, they're going to whole... add that. Yeah. Which is a whole mechanic as well, which will be part of the regular game. Exactly. So they are very smart and specifically strategically testing this stuff, which I they don't flaunt it. You know what I mean? Which I'm really impressed. They don't come out and say, "We know what we're doing. This is listen to us." Right. We don't, you know what I mean? Like they're 
but the more you think about it, yeah. they are very they're lining all this stuff up to work out really well. So um, sometimes yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know what I mean? Maybe a year from now we'll look back and be like, oh, they did something wrong. But when you look back at all the other MMOs and the other testing, they're doing it a little bit differently, and it makes a lot of sense to me. We're basically testing the MMO just in different segments. Yeah, little mm-hmm. chunks of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they've taken. Yeah, different segments, and we're testing them in different modes that are fun. You know, I was like talking to my community about this, and I, like you said, they don't flaunt it. And I'm like, they're very, they like to brag about other things, but this is one of the things they don't brag about. And yet I find it to be a really big bragging point because of the fact that, like, they're not really telling you, but I see all the little shit that they're putting together here. Like, they're, testing account bound stuff they're testing your account systems they're ca- uh, testing cosmetic systems they're testing mounts they're testing uh, weapon abilities they're testing armor they're testing freaking parting systems uh, they're testing uh, d- destruction uh, in physics like that yeah i mean nobody's talking about that at all no there is full-on destruction yeah. what other mmos are you playing that you can destroy walls hey. Right. Right. Like At people, this point, people too. Assume, right. People assume like, oh, it's just like Fortnite. You can destroy stuff. Mm. No, this isn't Fortnite BR. This is an MMO. What other MMO are you destroying stuff? Every yeah. other game I've had has issues when it mm-hmm. comes to destroying walls. So I, I agree with you. Sorry to cut you off, but I totally no one's talking about it. And that is a huge no. mechanic that Camel Unchained has spent years making an engine where they could do destruction. Well, Crowfall yeah. tried it and it failed. And we haven't seen it for two years in that game. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Camelot Unchained has taken a long time to work on these systems that they've been putting together. And I'm seeing, I just, I'm, I'm kind of like, part of me is like, is this real life, man? Cause I've played so many games where this shit just doesn't happen. You can't do all this at once. It, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And it seems like they found all the stuff that they can test that isn't going to be too taxing within this system that they've designed and they're testing so many things they're getting the most for, I mean, they're taking the opportunity to put as many people in there. They're getting as many people testing as many different things as they can. And they're doing it in a system where they know that sure it might break, but not in these, in these really difficult ways that could cause them delays and delays and delays. They're, they're doing it smart. And they're not even talking about it. I mean, this is where I'm going. My biggest, my biggest, praise for them is they're freaking innovative and mm-hmm. you can look at it right now people can go on about it all they want to but if you if you're if you're paying attention you're seeing what they're doing all the little little small things that no one's talking about that they're implementing in that they're testing and they're just doing it right under the radar man they're talking about the facade and some of us see what's going on behind the facade and we're like holy shit dude you yeah, don't want I mean, to help the competition. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. For sure. <laughs> they're I innovative. Agree. It's, yeah. it, they're doing it right in front of us, and they're just not flaunting it. They're not putting it like as big, bold letters on the box. Yep. You know what I mean? Like like you're talking about. like, um, and, and every game is different. I mean, to be fair, Camelot and Chain is trying to do different systems. Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? But like, compare. I compare it to Crowfall because they both had pre-built engines, right? Unreal and the um, Unity engine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Crowfall... I love them. I wish them the best. But when they, they introduced the castle sieges, they had 60 people in a map. You would just try to destroy one little section of wall. It would drop your FPS to 20. Oh, they had a lot of issues, tons of problems. And 
the entire time it was like this is a fun game mode but it just doesn't work performance doesn't work the system's not working and they removed it and we never saw it again right they're doing it already right now we have a and really good network engineer and yeah though. and they're just not talking about it they they have we've seen up to maybe almost 60 people in matches right now but they've tested up to 100 it's not done yet it's not not they got to work on it but how many people is in a Fortnite match yeah. which has basically unlimited resources yeah. and they get 90 to 100 and ashes of creation is going to have 100 in the next week or two yeah they are at yeah, the they forefront. Have close to Andres. yeah they were already- right mm-hmm. i mean they yeah. have tested all already they just got to tighten it up yeah polish it make it work yeah we they're, have they're at the forefront issues and stuff but they're yeah. fixing it so i mean just those two things right there they are at the forefront of all the other games and they just don't flaunt it and put it, look what we did, we're the best. They're just like, no, this is what our game is. I think also I think also the engine helps a lot. I mean, like they can work with Unreal mm-hmm. and indirectly with the Fortnite team to handle some network stuff. And then Intrepid have a they have a really good network engineer. I know people don't talk about him, but I've played some of the games he have actually coded for, and he's he's really good, actually. He's really good. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, they had a leg up, you could say. But like that, you know what I mean? Like if you're running a race and someone says, hey, you can start 50 <laughs> feet ahead of everybody else. Do you want to? Of course you're like, you do it. Uh, right. You're like, is is there any reason not to? Is it cheating? No, you just can. If you no. decide you <laughs> want it. If you want to use the Unreal Engine, you can start 50 feet closer to the finish line. <laughs> you would suffer or do you yeah. just want to not you have to? I mean, <laughs> sure. I guess I'll do that. Are you, is this a trick? No, no trick. By the way, you have Fortnite, the largest game in the world, as part of that Unreal whole team. Wait, so yeah. it's a huge development. They, they're going to help us too? Yeah, yeah. Why would I not want to do this? Yeah. Oh, because some people on the internet said you probably can't do it. But what if I hire like the best people in the industry? Yeah. Can I do that too? <laughs> yeah, you could do that too. Really? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll take that path. I will. I'll. I'll do. I mean, that. They made a correct choice. Yes. <laughs> and it could have been wrong, right? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah, right? True. Like other games have tried other things that worked out. <laughs> so I mean, they did their due diligence. They figured I mean, out. I think they even said that's one of the reasons why they pick Unreal. Yeah. You know, so, I'm, like, why? Why wouldn't you do that? You get so mm-hmm. much help. You know, I was I was saying for years because I, I used to play Unreal tournament like crazy, man. And I've been an Unreal Engine fan, and I started seeing more and more games make it. And it was, you know, I didn't even really realize right in the beginning when I started hearing about Ashes and like, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever, that I didn't even realize that that they were going to go that route or anything. But I remember even back then, I kept thinking to myself, like, why doesn't why don't more people use the Unreal Engine? Like, why don't why don't they do it? And I feel like you know they were like, why doesn't they? I feel like they recognize that too. There's, there's so much possibility and not to mention again we go back to innovative it's groundbreaking stuff like there's systems that are going to be designed and created because of ashes of creation using the mm-hmm. rent that this is like literally going to make games better i mean there are systems that are probably going to come into play that have, have not existed because the unreal engine yeah. and their engineers are helping with this and it's like this is good this is good stuff man this will have tech yeah. in the game yeah. that other games will be built on. Yeah. They'll say like, 
oh hey you know ashley creation how they have, they have this whole node building system let's make a game entire game just around that concept yeah and it'll be pieces of that yeah yeah so i mean beautiful and there definitely can be problems right no game is perfect everything runs into issues but they keep saying they're ahead of schedule and they're showing it they're not just saying it people hundreds and thousands of people are playing it in a year and a half i've never seen any other game put together what they've done how have i not rubber banded that's what i want to know right how have I not rubber banded like crazy at this point in testing? Seriously, <laughs> true. I think Very I had true. in Alpha Zero, but that could be mm. because I'm in EU. But like, yeah. like you said, every game is gonna have issues. Uh, I've seen issues in uh, Ashes of Creation, mm-hmm. but I've also seen them fix issues pretty fast. Or a year out from the game and that's launching, what man. What makes me comfortable? If I see a bug that never gets fixed, like in World of Warcraft, mm. I'm gonna get worried. Here, you see a bug. And they fix it. <laughs> yeah, they do. And that makes me more calm. Like, I'm not as worried that they maybe are two, three days delayed. Like, I think they were like two days delayed on Alpha Zero, but I wasn't that worried because they fixed a lot. And I don't really care if they're a couple of hours delayed getting the servers up. I mean, like, there's a reason behind it. Yeah. So I agree. You look at other games. Mm-hmm. There's there's other MMOs. Yeah. Anyone who's playing an MMO yeah. right now, you know of bugs that have been in the game oh for years. Oh my god! Right, just never got oh. fixed ever. Wow, right? it's notorious so, for this. Yeah, like they'll go Every months. Yeah, has, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Trust Every me, game has problems and stuff. I will say though, I mean, we've been talking for a long time about how amazing it is, and it is, especially when you consider they've done it in a year and a half. I will say though, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if they can finish it in a year i think they will set records for how quickly they're doing it mm-hmm. but if they launch the game in a year i don't will, think they're gonna it'll yeah, it'll, blow, it'll amaze me i don't think they're gonna meet uh, the launch date but i don't really care if they're a couple yeah. of months late yeah Six as long as they do it properly yeah. i mean it doesn't really matter if they're yeah. one month late seven months late i'm, I'm still gonna wait mm-hmm. i'm not sure I'm, I've been, I've actually, you know, I've really debated that one. There's like a part of me that'll debate that. I, I mean, there's a part of me that's debated that and thought to myself, well, if I go on, you know, the best prediction for future behavior is past and present, mm-hmm. right? True. And past and True. present behavior has been consistently at least meeting the milestones and oftentimes succeeding and getting ahead of it. And, you know, if, I think if, Part of what's going on is they're still over here working on all this stuff that we don't even see yet that we're kind of maybe thinking is yet to come in development that maybe is already developed and they just need to fine tune it now. And they've been working on it all along. I think if that's the case and they've been doing that, we, we might be able to hit it. Um, I think that the action combat system and really the combat system in general, um, I think that's the one thing that could... I don't know that nodes is going to yeah, be a difficult no, I thing. I don't think an environment, I don't think quest or any of that. Cause we don't have voice acting, none of that stuff. I think it's really going to come down to the combat system and whether or not they can get through that in the time frame. Meshing it. Yeah. If, those hurdles. Yeah. That to me is the big thing. Yeah. If they can't, I don't think it'll make it on time. If they and can, then yeah. whew, they might because a lot of the content is just manpower which we know they're gonna yeah. ramp up to like almost 200 right. people yeah 
So a lot of that stuff is just manpower, right? When you have 50 artists, you can churn out a ton of content, you know, lots of models, lots of stuff. You can have a lot of people, right? A lot of that stuff isn't difficult. It just takes time and money, right? So they can do all that on the back end. But I agree with you. The combat is one of those things where yeah. if it doesn't mesh well the first time, that's something where I have to reiterate right. and try and give time for people to test and retry. So if they can and nail it, it on the first try, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, but one of your one of your points here, tips for the community on how we should approach what we're what we see moving forward. And that's the thing I struggle with. What we're kind of talking about now is when I look this way and I think. Look at all they've done in the last year and a half, and it blows me away. It's amazing. But then I turn this way, I'm like, they only have a year left to go? Like, <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm kind of scared, right? It's like I'm stuck in this middle where it's amazing, and it's I'm, I'm scared. I don't know. So I don't know no. how to rectify those two things. How much are we have blinders on about that could be done, but we don't know? But because we yeah. don't, it's like, because you don't really know how far it is, actually, and what's left to do. It's like kind of a little nerve wracking. And like you said, what if the first, what if this combat system, what if the merging of that doesn't go well? What if it's it's jacked up? I mean, from the ground up, what if it really doesn't work trying to make that? And that ends up being the struggle. I hope it is. Who knows how long it can uh, take. I, yeah. I think the combat is going to be hard to nail. Yeah. The hybrid combat. That right. is. Hybrid, I don't yeah. think they're going to have issues with the action combat or the tab targeting. But it's making them come together, that's going to be really hard. They even themselves said so. I got a question for you guys. So someone had said on a comment on one of my videos, uh, I don't remember which one it was. It was something I was talking about, the action combat, or it was a video about something. And someone said, um, what was it? Uh, if you're something to the effect of if you're attempting both, you know, master of none. Mm, right. Yeah. Right. So what do you think of that? Like, if you're trying to do both, you may not be able to master either. Then can you, you actually mean like master it? One, yeah. What if you can't? they should pick? Yeah, if it comes to it. If, if they can't. <sighs> That's a tough question. I mean, like, the community is going to be split about that. Yeah. Some love uh, the PV crowd probably likes tap targeting more because healing makes more sense in that environment. Doing raids make more sense in that environment. The PvP crowd is probably gonna lean more towards action combat because it's more responsive, more I don't know, people like to call it skill based. I mean it's really hard. I hope they don't have to. <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none, that's what they said. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, I agree with you. There is definitely a split community. Like there's a huge fan base from black desert online that loves action combat. And for those people going back to tap target, they, they just won't even play the game because if you, it's pointless to them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that they've said, and I kind of agree with though, the, the developers is that tab target isn't really hard to do. It's right. ray casting. It's, it's, it's been around for ages. Almost almost every MMO, the developers who were there, they've all made multiple games with tab target systems. They're not doing anything. They could do it in their sleep, right? If they wanted just a purely simple tab target, they could knock it out super quick. It would feel like every other tab target game would be done. Yeah. But look at some of the other new games, ESO, Guild Wars 2, for example. They already have sort of a mixed hybrid. And I know Steven wants to say it's kind of different and new and doesn't, he doesn't want to compare it to any game because some be like, oh, I hated that game. I'm not going to like this. You know what I mean? So you don't want to do that. But 
look at, you know, Guild Wars 2 has kind of both. You can swing your weapon freely. You can aim at people and hit them. You can fire projectiles in a specific way without, but then there's also abilities you tab and it hits them, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's going to be super difficult. I think the hard part is getting action combat to feel good where it's responsive and you actually hit people, right? Merging those together, I don't think it's going to be super hard. But again, hitboxes. Like how the tab target skills are going to work with the hitboxes. That's probably going to take a couple of balancing patches. Yes, I think that's the thing is balancing. How do you balance a skillful person using a longbow to get a headshot from 300 meters away you definitely want to make that person feel like a badass because they just did that and reward them. Yeah. But nobody wants to get one shot in a castle siege. Right. So yeah. How do you balance that, no. which takes a ton of skill to hit a moving target headshot versus, oh, I hit tab and I use my arrow button. When one does 80 damage and one does 75, and it's like, why did I even bother trying to do this headshot? I miss half the time when, right? That's, I think, going to be the hardest part is finding that mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's gonna come down to risk reward. Uh, if you're really good at nailing those shots, you're probably gonna take more action skills. If you're not that good, you're probably gonna take the more safe bet, which is tab targeting. That's just my guess. I've said that before, and I I think still think that's gonna be the case how they balance it. Which is good. They should reward skillful play. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious how many. How much complaining are we going to see from people who died to a more skillful player? We're going to see that regardless. Right. Because right. that can get masked yeah. in a tab target game. It can be balanced so well that you're kind of like, oh, they were better than me, but you don't notice it. If you have one person using tab who's maybe average or not very good, you have someone in action combat who's being rewarded for these hard skill shots and they're really good getting these skill shots, that's going to be like a two to one power differential. Right. And so people are just going to get dunked on and they're going to be like, this game sucks. My tab target isn't very good. That person did more damage than me. I still so think a tab target player can, can be a good player and can defeat an action one. It's also going to come down to line of sight, how you can use that to your advantage. I'm going to say my one my one main criticism right here. This is going to be, and I'm going to, you can hold me to this. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But if you allow one tap headshots in this game, you're, you're breaking it. You're ruining it. You will ruin no, I don't all. Think you should do that. I'm just saying. There's a whole lot of yeah. ADS and and a lot of this like you know FPS mechanics in here. And while I can appreciate that they're trying to incorporate a lean that direction, if a hard lean becomes a, a polarization where you can play strictly that style, you're gonna ruin the game. Because if you want to make MMORPGs, you know MMOs great again, um, you don't. You don't you don't lean towards a heavy shooter element in it. You just don't do that. Think how many people complain about assassins getting stunlocked and getting backstabbed for fifty percent of their life. Right. And all those people who say they instantly died, really, you had maybe two or three seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. If they keep these headshots that are literally one shots, that's one shots. And then you're in an open world environment where it's, oh, I just killed this monster and I'm looting him, and then boom, instantly headshot from this guy way over by this tree that you know. Yeah, there, there's no way. They said they're going to slow combat mm-hmm. down. You know what I mean? So we'll have to mm-hmm. see how how much they slow it down. And again, it all comes back to balance. Yeah, put it there with stun locking, yeah, man. Stun locking is the same thing. 
to me, that's just lazy ass game design. That's my two cents right. about it. I, I and too many games are going that way. I mean, I've seen it happen in so many games. It's like we just make stun locking and AOE bursting the thing, man. Like, or an ESO, like the thing, the fact that you got the monster helm and shoulders. Like, you don't have to be good. You just tap one damn button and the set will do it for you. I mean, <laughs> damn, man. Like that kind of stuff. Like. You, Let's bring it back to skill. Let's take stun lock and one shots and all that that cancerous junk that's in games. It just takes away from that. When I go head to head with somebody, like they got me because they were on their game. They watched the rotation. They used the right abilities at the right time in the right situations. And I screwed up because pressure got to me and I didn't stay on my game. I missed an ability when it would have been the opportunity to get them. Like that is the good stuff for me. You bring that back to the MMORPG and to PvP, oh my god, I'm going to be in it all the time. I'm not going to be like I feel like we're, we're seeing some of that already yeah. in VR. I mean, people are talking about balance already with headshots, and there is some of that. But mm -hmm. one of the big weapons is this like life-stealing weapon, oh, which you do a ton of damage and you life-steal. And so if you're just going head-to-head -head with that, yeah. that's totally bad. Yeah. But something that no one's really using is the shield. Guess what the shield does? It blocks, if you're aiming right. at the person, it blocks all damage. So they're yeah. not damaging you. And they're not life stealing while mm -hmm. you're still attacking them. Boom! Built-in counter that mm -hmm. people just aren't using yet. So, yeah. The... I like the paladin combo. The paladin Paladin's is my pretty combo. good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we are seeing it already now. How that carries over to tab target with tons of abilities. Yeah. And PvP game. That's what I'm That's wondering about. <laughs> That's going to be hard. I mean, I'm really hoping they could do it because, like you said, ESO. That's actually one of the things I really like about that game. Um, it's it's. I would say it's definitely a hallmark of the Elder Scrolls series, though. Being able to really interact with everything in your environment, the way that you interact with using your abilities with the reticle there or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can shoot like an ESO. You can shoot at somebody and hit them. Um, and you can tab target onto them and use an ability, right? And you can mm -hmm. tab target onto them and use the same, uh, you know, heavier light attack with your weapon, like a, we'll say an ice staff or whatever. And you shoot at them and... You know, you can do it via tab target or you can point at them, right? Mm -hmm. And if you tab target onto them, it'll, you know, it'll go to them, much like tab targeting does with range abilities. And if you just aim, you have the chance of missing. But if you hit them, you can hit them and do some good damage to it. So I'm hoping that that's kind of what we see, because that's one of the things I like about the combat system in the Elder Scrolls Online, where they really screwed up for me was when... They eliminated all the potential for theory crafting and all these trees that could have been great and just bottlenecked it into a very specific set of abilities that everybody's using. And then they went and mm -hmm. reinforced that with sets to do stuff for you. So now it's the rich man slash casuals MMORPG. And, you yeah. know, everybody can be a winner if you get the right sets or you go to the cash out and pay to win. I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it depends on what abilities you're using and how they how they work. Yeah with that yep. system and then some people don't like the animation canceling but one thing just talking about that game one thing that always bugged me was the weapon swapping you try to weapon swap and then start using an ability <laughs> yeah. and it hasn't started swapping yet so uh. it starts using the ability on the first weapon not the second just weird stuff like that which is so frustrating and you feel <laughs> like you're fighting the game yeah whereas in the br weapon swapping has been great it has it's super fast responsive you're able to use it right away and again it, everything's yeah. not perfect there are times where like i was standing right in front of somebody in the br and they were downed not moving and i was like hitting them in the head it wasn't hitting 
and I moved to the side a little bit and like hit them in the waist and then boom, I could hit them. Yeah. There's weird things like that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you look, I was watching some footage from the live stream. It's like, I hit that person. Uh, no, you did. You know what I mean? It's not perfect, but like the weapon swapping, I never felt like I was fighting the game. Like, let me do what I want to do. ESO happened all the time. So again, if I had to pick one or the other for combat, I like the BR version of AOC more than ESO's combat. Yeah. ESO has more stuff, more skills, more weapons and stuff. Right. But just the way it feels and the fluidity, I would pick, I can, I would pick AOC right now. I, I can feel that. I did like the tanking uh, uh, combat in ESO. For me, the PV was way too easy. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's trials I and mean, all like that. I mean, like a but... good solo, a dungeon as a tank. That made it kind of, I don't know, boring. <laughs> so let me ask you all something. We're, I know we're, I just realized we've been, we could probably talk about this for ages, man. And we've definitely, yeah. we're, we're already over an hour. I just looked at it. I was like, holy crap, man. <laughs> that went like that. It's, it's what I'm talking about. You get guys who are They're passionate like, about a game together and they get to talk and there it goes, man. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to pose a couple quick questions before we round things down. This has been great. Uh, okay. So, what do you feel like if we're if we were going to talk to the community right now and say, hey, look, uh, get you have con some concerns about this game. You're seeing it in BR format. We talked about Castle Sieges. We talked about Horde mode. What would you what would you kind of encourage them if you had to say, here's what you need to take away. Here's what you need to really look at. And and here's what you can really invest in if you want to check out what's going on in the game right now. What would those things be that they should be excited about in your all's opinions? Uh, me first, or? <laughs> sure. Well, what we talked about before. Uh, ignore phase one. See that as a bonus system. It's just yeah. there to test some uh, systems that you need working for the MMO, like matchmaking, server stability, interface design, a bunch of stuff like that. Just think of that as something fun. Yeah. Like a bonus system. Bonus. And focus think more ahead of the phase two. That's going to be the proper alpha one. That's going to be the MMO part. And they're showing progress. They're fixing stuff. We're seeing massive improvements. It's nothing to worry about at the moment. You're going to have, you're going to start worrying when you don't see any progress. And so far we see rapid progress. Yeah. I mean, I would say if you're concerned about the BR wrapper, then forget yeah, about that. forget about the the mode forget about the mode but look at yeah. the combat that they're testing look at the fact they have destruction look at how they're going to have 100 people in the matches those are all really great especially for this early and if you're kind of still in the fence like you're not interested wait a couple just a couple months for castle sieges that is this is going to be like a window into what you'll be doing in the MMO when you're sieging castles and nodes that is basically the MMO, you know, pared down. So, um, yeah. Some people just want to complain, and that's fine. Yeah. If yeah. you do, yeah. but uh, uh, at least yeah. you know. Yes. Yeah. Just wait for phase two. You're gonna see the yeah. MMO part. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. still working on that. It is coming. Yeah. We're just not there yet. Yeah. We've yeah. seen the world. We've seen the world here. We've seen that there's an MMORPG-oriented world. And we've there. seen it in packs. Yeah. And we've seen it in videos. We've yeah. seen dungeons. I don't understand why people just 
forgot all that stuff. Right. They show dungeons. They they've shown bosses. They've shown nodes. They've shown you know what I mean. Like check out the videos. They didn't, yeah, they had, they didn't disappear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they had two dungeons in Alpha Zero. One they yeah. didn't show, but it was mostly empty. But you could see the dungeon there. So they they are working on the MMO parts behind the scene. What we see is just a small part of it, and they need our help to test it to get beta for certain systems that you need in place before they can launch phase two. Yeah, my uh, my my two cents is the same thing I said well over six months ago on a much much former much previous simcast, and that was that. Uh, do your research, man. And if you're not sure, ask, get, get the information first. Don't pass judgment so quickly based on face value. Because if you're judging on face value right now, you're making a judgment on an extremely small little space that testing is being done in for specific, very small specific things that are going to this much, much greater hole, which is an MMORPG. And like Ziz said, there, there's if you're forgetting about this stuff, there are videos. They, I mean, they've gone through and shown multiple things over time. They've talked about the overall. They've talked about dungeons. They've talked about the Underrealm. We've seen that thing. We've seen the Dunier Dungeon. We've seen the Underrealm. Uh, we've seen the open world. We've seen them running around on horses. We've seen them running into castles in the open world MMORPG format. And all these assets that are in the BR, don't forget, this stuff is going to be in that game, out in the open world, in the MMORPG. You're getting to see it all just chunked into the zone, you know, just uh, it's almost like taste testing a bunch of different things at once. So you can go back and take all that information back and plug it into the MMORPG world that we're, we're we've got back there already. So, you know, do do your research. And if you're not sure where to look, ask, man, there's content creators, plenty, plenty of content creators, plenty of individuals that run guilds or are on the forums or on discords that, that will point you in the direction. There are wikis out there. Um, you can check it all out. And, and if you're not sure, there's people will tell you where to find it and make an informed decision. And if you don't like what you see right now, you know, if you come back, if you go drop on a stream when someone's streaming it, and then you come back in two weeks, you're going to see some stuff that's different if you paid attention the first time, because that's how quickly they keep making adjustments. So you can check back in. And if you don't like what you see now, like Couch said, you come back here in a month or two and see what, what, what else we're testing, because it will look like a completely different situation too. And that's going to continue for a while until you see a persistent world that everyone's in testing because all the stuff's now plugged in and they're adding the rest of the pieces. It's a puzzle. So uh, I think moving forward, that's my two cents. And with that being said, it's been a fantastic episode, I think. It's been great having Ziz on. I've been trying to get him on here for a while. And it's been a fruitful conversation. Couch, it's great to have you back too. Um, Ziz and then Couch, I'd like to let you you both have an opportunity to let everybody know what your domain is, where they can find you, where you reign, and and uh, what your links and all that are. Yeah, come hang out. Uh, I stream at twitch.tv slash it's Ziz. I-T-S-Z-I-Z. Same on YouTube, it's Ziz. And then Twitter, it's Ziz Gaming. So, yeah, having fun. And uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing from AOC so far. It's going really well. Yeah, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube uh, as the Couch Nerd. Uh, I'm also the founder of a Discord community called uh, Ashen Portal. Uh, if you want to discuss the game, do theory crafting, or find content creators to watch, uh, you can join us at uh, discord.me/slash Ashen Portal. Mm-hmm. Right on. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm C Morg. I've been your host. All my stuff and things. Well, this is where the Simcast is at, so you know where that's at already. 
until next time, you all have a great week, and I will catch you on stream. Bye. Farewell, friends. Bye.